Welcome, welcome. It's always good to see you, my friends, for another wonderful... Can you guys pull that camera back and get the studio shot here of my beautiful tree? Look at that. Is this a happy-looking set or what? Huh? With the poinsettias and the Christmas tree? It makes me just happy to even come on the show when I see what I'm looking at behind me. Speaking of behind me, you're going to hear a story today that's going to blow your socks off. I get to cover a little bit of it. It's, 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 it's this Bob Menendez story. The reason why it fascinates me is the depths of corruption that's coming out. We're finding out about Biden with his son actually having one account from one corporation where the money's coming in from China, from him, and he's paying his dad out on the left. It's not even separated. It's in one, it's a sloppy, clear problem for Biden. But beyond that, Bob Menendez, the guy's been on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee for years selling his influence, he's really got a problem. Because evidently, there's a crime that was done in 2013 where a, biz, a millionaire a business developer had these gold bars stolen from his house. And where did they end up? They ended up at Bob Menendez's house. And he's got to explain how he got them. And then he's got to explain because they have serial numbers on them. His wife's trying to melt them down and we can sell them to a dealer. And it's a big problem. And it made me think about this. The problems uh, that Menendez have with what he's going to do with that gold is not going to be your problem. Because I'm suggesting to you, you take a look at Birch Gold as a solution for your problems. LanceWallet.com forward slash Birch is the place where I've had hundreds of you in my audience go to in order to take your IRA, paper assets, whatever you've got that you can, and put it into the is silver and gold, because I believe this Bible is accurate when it says, I'm going to shake everything that can be shaken, but the silver is mine and the gold is mine. I want you to download the 20-page report on lancewallet.com forward slash Birch. Talk to one of their experts. They are easy to reach, easy to talk to. Find out how you could protect your wealth and increase it with gold and silver at lancewallet.com forward slash Birch. Let's get into today's wild program. Welcome to everyone on this fine, festive day today. I don't care what's going on in the world around you. You can rejoice with the fact that you woke up, you're alive and uh, I believe you, if you're listening in America, you're in the greatest country in the world. And if you don't believe that, ask Mercedes Sparks. She's sitting over there at her freedom-loving desk. Here and uh, Mercedes, uh, let's go back to Mercedes for a second. Yes. You, you, you sent me over some TikToks today. I, and I don't believe that my, my baby boomer audience or the, the war room mm -hmm. typical audience, uh, mm -hmm. maybe Charlie Kirk's audience is familiar with it, but I don't think my aging baby boomers are, are understanding the power of TikTok um, I'm always hearing bad things about it. I'm going to jump into a, a segment that you sent me. Why did you send me these videos today? What was on your mind? Well, I sent you a couple of different ones. Um, the I don't know which one you're going to start with. One I'll, was... I'll start with the Jordan Peterson one. Oh, Jordan Peterson one. Yeah, that's a great one. So, I, I mean, I, I like it. I know a lot of people don't like TikTok. I like the old TikTok because the algorithm gives me more actual information than what's suppressed on Instagram and Facebook. So uh, in the meantime, Till's band, I'm going to be getting some really great clips and actual news content. All right, so don't, don't, don't hate the TikTok people here because we're going to be giving you some, uh, some great content now. Right now, play video five. Jordan Peterson was talking about doing his biblical thing, and he was talking about how Ben Shapiro was on, talking about the book of Exodus, and he was bemoaning the fact that Ben's mind was wasted on the culture war. I had Ben Shapiro. He participated in this seminar on Exodus that I produced, and Ben just shone. You know, he's wasted. Is he wasted on the political? <laughs> the political's necessary. 
but it's one nation under God for a reason. He said it very respectfully. I mean, they work together, obviously, they're friends, or at least colleagues. So Jordan Peterson said, you know, the real important ideas are theology and philosophy. And uh, that, that's what the great minds should really be devoted to. And he said, uh, Ben is using his mind to fight the culture war. He was like bemoaning that as like a loss. And I was thinking about that a lot. Then at the same time, that it's this very same day, somebody sent me a clip of Ben Shapiro saying, why are there not more Orthodox Jewish thinkers out in the public sphere fighting the culture? It's a, it's a real Shonda that the only person in American public life who speaks broadly to, to a large audience on these topics and wears a kippah is me. There are people who are much more knowledgeable than I am and who are have completely neglected their duty to speak to pressing social issues of our time. If, if God is going to command you to be a light unto the nations at a certain level, you're actually going to have to do something. Get out there and say what you believe the world ought to be, because frankly, that is part of our core mission. It wasn't a direct response to that. In fact, I think the second video I saw chronologically occurred before the first video. The point was I was thinking about it a lot. I still haven't come to a resolution, but should I be commenting on current events or should I be learning my motive? And I'm grappling with that. Obviously, anything of worth that I would have to contribute would come from these Maimotum. So I'm thinking maybe it's when we learn the Maimotum, we just try to have in mind the practical application to what's going on in the world today. Now, I hate to be Jewish illiterate. I wasn't raised Jewish. I only have some Jewish bloodline in me. But what's a Maimotum? Is it my mama? Well, what I think it's the... like it's their it's their holy scripture. It's like oh, should it's I be studying Old Testament or should I be or should I be? It's, it's the same question that confronts the church. Majority of Christians out there is why is it? It seems like they're secular and they're sacred, and the sacred can't talk about the secular, you know. And then you've got guys like you or or you know like Ben here that kind of do both. Like God's almost raising up a new sound. Well, I'll tell you, I wrestle with this all the time because, you see, I, I talked to someone at a major radio outlet, and I said, how come, you know, uh, like other guys are on the radio, and, and, and how come I, I'm having a problem getting a, the, I've got, how many, we got two, 20 million, 25 million downloads mm -hmm. on our podcast, but here's what the, 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 the branded networks tell me, Lance, we love you, but you're a little too um, Pentecostal Christian for our secular audience. And on the other hand, you're a little too political for our Christian audience. In other words, I, I'm, I'm like orphaned. I can't be on the, uh, the religious programming because I'm too political. I'm too, uh, you know, I'm too Christian for the political programming. And, I, and I, when I first heard Jordan, it was funny because I was thinking, you see, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I should just stop doing this and just uh, do a couple of shows, commentary, like Flashpoint or something, wherever that is, and just do biblical, you know, Bible teaching like that. Well, the problem is, unless you extract and extrapolate the Bible idea from the first century to the day you're living in, it's not practical. And if you bring it to the practicality, you're in a frontal assault. You're up in the grill of popular culture you're ending up there anyway. And so Ben is saying there are people far more qualified <clears throat> with a yarmulke on their head to, to do this than me, but I do it because his preference would be, I think it's you know, Mamadis or whoever it is that he studies under the rabbinical thinking, he's far more versed in his Torah and that than he is as informed as he is on the culture issues. He's even more so informed on his faith. So I, I get it. And I'm curious about you know, how many people out there can you point to who are an integration of their faith 
right there to the front lines of culture. I'd say Peterson is a great example of someone who we love his Bible series, his Exodus series, but what makes Jordan viral is the fact that he, he, go, he, he talks about the issues other people don't talk about and decimates the arguments that are frequently used to embarrass correct people who don't have the depth of argument to fight back with. So I just want to see that. Let me go to another uh, TikTok on a different focus. And this one really got my attention because uh, I've, been, I've been looking at uh, the dream ticket. I mean, it's, it's strange indeed that a reality TV star like Donald Trump would become president. But then Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor in California. And uh, what, what we, Ronald Reagan went from acting to governing in California. So it's not as though there isn't a history of celebrities who flip over into the political arena and, and pull it off. It's that Tucker Carlson is arguably the most, uh, let's say, verbally skilled defender of conservative viewpoints in a way that is courageously congruent with no agenda other than truth. He's not interested in politics, power, or money. He's interested in truth. And his candor in the way that he talks about these things actually passes the whiff test for the average objective listener who is saying, well, he's got an interesting point, and you need great communicators, which is why Gavin Newsom needs to be dissected after he speaks, because he's like a silver-tongued hypnotist, a guy with the worst state in the United States, to come off of a debate with Gavin Newsom and, 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 and not come out totally decimated is evidence that the guy has some kind of verbid, verbal hypnosis he's pulling off. You're going to need a tucker to be able to, uh, to deal with that level of obfuscation. Let's play this TikTok video and let's hear what Tucker thinks about being vice president. If one of the presidential candidates called you and said, Tucker, be my VP. Hmm. And replace Kamala Harris? I mean, I don't <laughs> think I can do that. She's a historic first. Biden, Tucker. <laughs> would you consider it if Donald Trump gave you that call? Well, of course I would consider it. I'd con I mean, you have no idea how open-minded I am. <laughs> I, mean, I would consider anything, actually. But, I mean, the truth is, I kind of don't respect people who do stuff like that. I really believe I've got a lot of theories which I will not inflict on you, but which I do inflict on my own four children. And my main theory of life is that you should do what you were designed to do. I don't believe this whole you can be whatever you want to be thing. I think it's an absurd lie. I think we're made for certain things. We have certain aptitudes. They're inborn. We can hone them and we need to. I think it's a sign of hubris thinking you have more power than you do. When midlife, you're like, well, actually, what I really want to do is direct. It's like, you just won best actress, honey. Go back to acting. And I've never been involved in politics. I haven't even voted in all elections. I'm serious. So like the idea that I'm going to at 54, like run for national office, I, it's a little, you know what I mean? Like, I don't take myself quite that seriously. I mean, I, I can't imagine doing something like the that. The reason I'm I ask this honest. question is that at least the Republicans will now prove that we've lived in a 12-year era of a non-traditional candidate that was essentially yes. a media personality that was able to then curate a plurality of support, right? That's right. And there's going right. to be something that comes after him. And so I'm just That's trying right. to get a sense of if it's not you, it's probably, to be very honest, somebody like you, yes. right? And if it's not him, it's somebody like him. And I'll tell you what. I would be just so jazzed by Tucker. Imagine Tucker, like, uh, you know, showing up at a press conference and asking some questions or, or clarifying for reporters 
what's really going on and stirring, just like Trump just stirs things up so seriously. Tucker's kind of like the perfect, the perfect apologist to explain the things that the left is losing their mind over. Um, but look, Vivek Ramaswamy, I'm, I'm so impressed that all of America can now pronounce his name correctly after a few months. RFK Jr., these guys are not uh, coming in as politicians. They're coming in cold from other fields. And I think now America's ready. America needs to have oracles that can go up against the mind storm and the mind control, the propaganda bombardment that is ubiquitous within the seven mountains of culture and cleave the darkness from the light, separating it with the kind of uh, prescient precision that is characteristic of a Tucker, Carl, Tucker Carlson monologue. What do you think about that, Mercedes? I think you really like that idea. I think the idea <laughs> of Tucker and Trump really jazzes you. That's what I think. Well, that was politically stated. If I ever heard a political response, who else? Who else could be that interesting uh, for oh, that? There's so many other people other than well, Tucker. Listen, when we come back, cool. let's get into sex scandals. I don't normally go there, but I got to go there because I, it's just... It's on my mind. And the way that I am, I got to talk about the thing that's top of mind. I don't like it when I suppress the story that keeps that stands out to me in Florida. It's also because I think I have uh, one of the lists of people I'm working with this year is, what is it, Women's for Concerned Women for America or Moms no, for Liberty? No, my goodness, dude. Better get the right Moms than right for Liberty. All right, I'm glad there. I'm setting this up. I'll get it straight before we talk about it. Moms for Liberty. Because evidently, Governor DeSantis down there in Florida has the head of the GOP is embroiled in a kind of scandalous situation. We don't like going there. We're not muckrakers on this show. But I do think that you need to know what's happening here because um, this is, we're going to be, I think it's just a year where things are coming to the surface. We're going to talk about Bob Menendez, the bribery case that is hilariously exposing how he has stolen gold bars in his closet and how he somehow had learned the necessity of having cash and gold because of his Cuban upbringing. I'll explain that to you in a minute. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss the next segment. I want to take a moment to talk about the volatile financial time that we're in. And I want you to empower yourself with knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge, the Bible says. Visit lancewalla.com forward slash birch and get a free information kit. Consider discussing how to shift your 401k or your retirement account into a tax-sheltered gold and silver account. Why don't you go to lancewellnow.com forward slash birch right now and take action for a secure future. One of the rules that, uh, what's his name had with rules for radicals? Solinsky. Solinsky, yes. One of the rules that Saul said is, you know, when you're fighting with, with conservatives, us to make them live up to their own rules. Now, this is crazy on the left. They have no rules. I mean, if you think about it, you can't call out someone on the left for hardly anything because mm -hmm. they embrace everything. That's whatever, whatever species of crazy you want to get into. In the area of sexual picadillos, uh, expression, uh, you got you got the you know the, the the from the drag queen that has an autoerotic response to being able to dress up in women's clothing in front of children, and people think it's some kind of an expression of freedom. It's a turn. It's it's it's, it's a turn on for these guys, and it's as a character. There's a word psychologically for people that are thrilled by uh, cross dressing and being in front of kids, and it's not healthy. So anyway, doesn't matter. So I, the, what the right on the right there is a challenge because. 
there's in this kind of cosmic yin and yang, you cannot be for conservative causes in championing getting, let's say, uh, homo erotica out of the school system and its literature, and then be publicly exposed for having an open marriage or, or three-way relationships with uh, other people. It doesn't work, you see? And I'm preparing you for this because I know a lot of you don't don't go into all these stories, but CNN's bringing it out, so we might as well talk about it. The Florida GOP chair, the chairman of the Florida... The reason I'm bringing this up, Mercedes, mm -hmm. she said, oh, Lance, you know, you got to be very careful how you handle this because, you know, women have... They, they can be very sensitive well, to dealing with issues. More than that, I think the church is grieved with the numerous sexual infidelity, crazy situations that come out of it. Like, I'm, I'm fatigued from the number of them. So I was just trying to say, like, however you handle it, just say what you want to say. But, you know, and then there are a lot of women who, a lot of relationships, not even one side, it's like a lot of relationships that deal with this. But I'm I don't know if they're dealing with this specific topic, though, because I, I read a little bit about it before we came back on air. Tell us about it, Lance. All right. Well, look, folks, I'm just telling you, my, my main beef here is just like Ronna McDaniel needs to step aside and let someone else with youth, vigor, vitality, and energy to win the election step into the RNC. I'm fully on board with the Charlie Kirks of this world that, uh, that say she needs to go because she keeps losing and we don't want to put money into another loser. Mm -hmm. This guy who's the chairman of, for DeSantis of the Florida GOP, he needs to step down. Why would I say that? Because there's, and whatever motive he has for staying in, he says, we have a country to save and I'm not going to let false allegations of a crime put that mission on the bench as I wait for this process to wrap up. Fair enough. If some nut job like Trump has to deal with comes in off the street and says, he raped me in a department store and there's no footage of it, there's no proof of it, he raped me, go to trial, take Trump to trial. This isn't that. The reason why this story's so bizarre is that uh, his wife, Bridget, was evidently, according to the article here, planned a three-way sexual encounter with the alleged victim on the day of the assault, but she was tied up, so she couldn't be there, and therefore the husband just went over. And uh, the woman, mm -hmm. who says she's the victim mm -hmm. of a rape, she said she had been drinking tequila all day and wasn't in her uh, best state. This is public record now. So the whole thing, the whole thing isn't good. Mm -hmm. This is not the case to double down on the fact that I've got our mission. But your mission is tied to the party and the party's platform, policies, and principles disqualify you from being the organizing head of it. So evidently, as the story goes, he admits that there was a sexual encounter, but it's not what she said. And so his wife is standing with him, but in doing so, it reveals there's already a weird liaison going on. Folks, for the sake of the Florida GOP and Governor DeSantis and the people that love Governor DeSantis, he needs to step down. What's worse about this is it's the Moms for Liberty co-founder who is the wife involved, Moms for Liberty. And like that is a very powerful and influential mama's group. 
And I'm only saying this because it's in Newsweek, it's in CNN, and if you can't talk about it, I mean, you can't, you, we have to find a redemptive way of saying, I'm not interested in the personal life of a person involved with politics. I'm interested in whether or not they represent the brand consistently, congruently, and there's sometimes when you got to say, okay, this is a brand contradiction. If it's a brand contradiction, then don't hold up the party. The Sanders asked him to step aside, and he refused. Did I say that? That's the part that has me upset. He was asked by the governor, please, please, we're friends. I'm not judging you, but just, I'm not stepping down. Then that's ego. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it just poses an interesting conversation about the makeup of the conservative party, where, I mean, you've got social conservatives, you know, Christian conservatives, and then you have, you know, economic conservatives. And so it's like, they may not adhere to that same moral set or, or compass that like we try to live our lives by, you know? So it's, it's a strange, it's definitely a strange situation to say, I'm not stepping down. It wasn't rape. I was only having a three-way and, and like, we're like the Christian conservatives, like uh, those are what, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? They're both bad. Um, but yeah, and there's a scale to that bad, but uh, it's a strange situation. I would agree. He should step down. Just, just saying. Meanwhile, it's not as though the Florida GOP has the only problem. Have you been checking up on what's going on with Bob Menendez for years? This guy's been in the, in the cycle, in the laundry for um, corruption. Well, finally, a New Jersey businessman told police he was a victim of an armed robbery back in 2013. He asked police... He said, I was tied up, and, uh, and, and, and when I was tied up in a chair, he was uh, held at gunpoint, and the guys took cash and 22 gold bars that were stolen. The problem is, those gold bars you see right there all have a serial number on them. And the problem is, the gold bars were uh, seized by FBI raid into um, the senator's residence where we find the cash has the finger t fingerprints and DNA of the guy who had it stolen from him. And the gold bars match the serial number, which meant somehow Menendez got the money and the gold bars from a crime that was done through an intermediary given to him. So it was November 13th. And it was in 2013 when Diabas told police he was the victim of a gunpoint robbery in his penthouse apartment in Edgewater. The millionaire developer said he was tied to a chair as the thieves made off of the cash and the gold and the jewelry. Now, here's the weird part. Mercedes, four suspects were caught, and they all pleaded guilty. It wasn't like a misunderstanding. We thought we were just going for a party, and things got out of hand. And you would think that that alone would prove the crime of uh, bribery, if in fact Diabas, gold bars, ended up with Robert and Nadine Menendez. Question is, was there a quid pro quo? Was it in exchange for the senator's official acts? This is uh, the question. Is this stolen stuff in itself a problem? Now listen to me. There's no reason to pull a senator out because he has stolen property. We don't know how he got it. He has a story. It was given as a gift, he said, through an intermediary. How he got it may be a problem, but I just got it as a gift. No, no quid pro quo. The Democrat has denied taking payoffs from Diabes. 
even though the prosecutor's alleged testing shows the obvious fingerprints and DNA are on tens of thousands of cash found in Menendez's home. So the cash came from him, too. Menendez's wife and his wife are also accused of taking payoffs from businessman Wael Hanna. This is the FBI now. In exchange, investigators said the senator allegedly used his position as chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, kind of like Biden with his son using his office. This could be going on. Does this surprise you? This is how these politicians go in with $300,000, $200,000 a year salaries and come out multimillionaires? How in the world does that happen? Anybody do an investigation on that? He was a Senate Foreign Relations Committee guy, a Foreign Affairs Committee guy. He helped Hannah win an exclusive halal meat inspection contract with the Egyptian government. The theory is he was getting paid off for getting contracts greased for his client. They also said in exchange for bribes, the senator tried to assist the government of Egypt with arms sales. And that's, 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 the, that's the ones we know about. I'm sure that if there's something there, there's a little more activity going on in 20 years in public office. But two of the bars, there's a correction I have to give you. An earlier version of the story stated that all four, four bars linked to the Diaby's robbery, uh, robbery had been found in Menendez Clifton home during the FBI search, but two of the bars were found in the search, and photos of the two other bars were also found. Nadine Menendez, Nadine Menendez actually gave the other two gold bars to a jeweler to sell off in exchange for cash. Still coming from his house, but two were on location, two were with a jeweler. Still, it's a big question. Now, let's say that Biden gets off on what they're discovering on him. I'm not going to go into that story. There's plenty of other people covering it. Regarding the fact that Hunter Biden had one account that was paying his dad, the same account he was getting money from China, was going out to his dad for his mortgage. Uh, the Senate may not be likely to, um, you know, pull him out of office over that. If Menendez doesn't get dealt with for this, I say it only feeds a far deeper cynicism in America regarding the two-tier, we call it the two-tier justice system. But I don't think it's going to work uh, in a strange way. While they're trying to go after Trump for process and paper crimes at Mar-a-Lago with paperwork, or his accusing Fulton County of a false election, one of the most weirdly, um, you know, corrupted uh, counties to deal with in Georgia, and here's the place he's being tried. I, I think that it's going to be an interesting scenario if the truth keeps coming out about this corruption and the innocent are the ones they want to lock up. Hmm. I don't think the American people will put up with it. <laughs> I won't. It's hard to believe that we've run out of time. Uh, but for those of you that are watching today's broadcast, I want you to know I'm going to be doing part two tomorrow because I've got some exciting information I want to get into regarding what's happening both in the corruption cases in the United States and globally. You don't want to miss it. So we'll see you again tomorrow. What happens if a natural disaster takes place? We have these weird tornadoes that hit in the Midwest and in Texas, but look at the hurricanes in Florida. People can literally have their uh, houses flooded or they're in a situation where they have no food or access to groceries Everyone needs at least a four-week emergency food kit. And fortunately, My Patriot Supply has created a four-week emergency kit. And these products will last for 25 years. The interesting thing is they give you a 2,000 calorie per day uh, meal. And that's the key. Delicious and 2,000 calories a day, because that's what you're going to need to sustain yourself for four weeks in a crisis. 
We had the uh, a winter freeze here in Texas of all places. And we had a couple of days where we had no electricity. I'm telling you something, this makes a huge difference. Mushroom rice pilaf, fluffy rice and mushrooms, seasoned with red wine and herb. And then how about starting the day off? Maple Grove oatmeal, old fashioned oats, maple flavoring with a pinch of brown sugar. This is what you wanna do, four week emergency food kit. And that's just for you. Think about your children, guarantee. Somebody around you is gonna need help. You're gonna to wanna to at least have the four week emergency kit. Go to lancewalla.com forward slash Patriot. Use that link and you're gonna get a special discount on their special four week emergency kit promotion. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.